Buglers, we are live from Leicester Square Theatre on the 16th of September with Chris Addison and Alice Fraser. It might be our only London date of the year, so get your tickets now. Oh, get them at thebuglepodcast.com. That, that bit's important. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Bugle Ashes Zoltcast. I'm Andy Zoltzman and this is a truncated review of a truncated day four of the Ashes. It was yet another day where the unexpected kept happening, as it always seems to do in the Basballian epoch. Only the unexpected in this case was A, any cricket happening at all after a forecast which suggested there was as much chance of getting in 150 minutes of cricket as there is of me getting called up for the oval test and taking 10 for 23 on the first morning. And B, when that 150 minutes of cricket did happen, under cloudy Mancunian skies, nothing much then happened. What we saw in those 150 minutes was just 30 overs of bowling, much of it by spinners after bad light meant England's fast bowlers were sent to the naughty corner. 101 runs and just one wicket. And the highlight, an outstanding century for Manus Labashane, finally curing his concentrational yips that have affected his batting since December. His first 100 in 22 test innings in that time since the start of Australia's series with South Africa in December, despite him only being out twice in single figures in the previous 21 innings and facing at least 15 balls in 20 of those 21, to the exception of his first ball duck at the start of this Ashes series. He'd reached 20 in 13 of those innings. This was his eighth 20-plus score of this test summer, including the World Test Final, in 10 innings, but his first time past 51. In the summer of the unconverted start, Marnus proved that not getting out after building the foundations of a significant innings means you are more likely to then play a significant innings, a realisation that many players in this series have come to slightly too late. He scored at a good rate too, meaning that Australia are only 60-odd behind, so if there is play today on the final day, Australia have a chance of taking a lead with all the added time-guzzling implications that brings. Much of that will depend on the other key batsman of the day, Mitchell Marsh, who finished 31 not out in a lot of balls in seven previous test innings in England. His highest score was just 27 not out. He'd only reached 20 twice out of those seven. In this series, he scored 118 and a very good 28, 51 and now 31 not out, alternating between dominant, destructive power and innings of precise, resolute defence in a series that will surely surely be known forevermore as the ashes of the player coming in for the third test and rapidly becoming one of the pivotal figures in the series despite having been all but written off as a force in the five-day game. Not quite as catchy as Botham's ashes, but it will have to do. Uh, time now for today's daily bleat about overrates. As I said, just 30 overs in two and a half hours of cricket. England bowled 16 in the first 90 minutes. And yes, there were interruptions beyond their control, but there was also zero hustle from England, a, a team desperately trying to win a game against the clock and the clouds. 
It was another seven overs tossed into the bonfire of the wasted deliveries. I make it around 25 that England have failed to bowl in this game alone. England have been very good for much of this series and searingly brilliant for most of this game. But whoever came up with a plan to shove not far off two hours worth of cricket through the shredder in Manchester needs a very stern talking to. Uh, another wicketless day for Jimmy Anderson. And we had a lot of uh, queries on TMS about you know what's happened to his bowling. So I looked at the data and compared with last summer, uh, Anderson is bowling 0.2 miles an hour slower. He's getting about a, a tenth of a percent more swing than he got last year. Significantly less seam movement. That's in common with all bowlers this summer. And yet in last summer's test, he took almost 30 wickets at an average of 17. And this summer, he's taken four at an average over 75. Cricket is truly a fickle bastard. So, uh, looking ahead to tomorrow, well, I didn't expect any cricket on day four, and I got some. I don't expect much cricket, if any, on day five. And England needs somewhere between a very, very optimistic five more balls and a more realistic 35 to 40 overs. Obviously, even that might not be enough, but with Cameron Green looking like a vaguely promising 13-year-old trapped in a 24-year-old confused giant's body, and Alex Carey having to deal with having unwittingly uncorked a Jeroboam of unmerited vitriol that can't be helping his mental equilibrium on the field, plus a new ball nine overs away, England do still have a good chance of victory, provided that the weather forecast for today proved to be as far out of line as they were yesterday. And we are talking Steve Harmison's first ball in Brisbane in the 2006 Seven Ashes out of line. I'll be back with the next Bugle Ashes Zoltzcast in between the Old Trafford and Oval Tests. Until then, may the cricket be with you and may the rain clouds go and watch the golf where they don't mind it so much. Goodbye. You can listen to other programmes from The Bugle, including The Bugle, Catharsis, Tiny Revolutions, Top Stories and The Gargle, wherever you find your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.